Welcome to Sasquatch Eight, my baby. I'm Dave. That's Kate. Hi, friends. And we have a very special guest today, guitarist of the Obsidian Trust, Kate's eighty-second best friend, <laughs> Chad Foltz. Hey, everyone. Thanks for that nice introduction, Dave. And uh, you have something to say? Soup of the day. It's one of my favorite soups. <laughs> African peanut soup. Delicious. That actually sounds pretty good. Is it spicy? It'll make you a batch. Yeah, it's spicy. Okay, I like it already. Yeah, it's definitely. <laughs> Just because it's spicy. Africans and like I love spicy. peanuts, too. <laughs> I went through like I go through like a jar of peanut butter in a week. Kate's favorite soup is just peanut butter and a apples. Bowl, <laughs> a bowl of peanuts and hot sauce. And she's good to go. That's basically what the soup is. So you know. <laughs> um. All right. Plug shit, Kate. Uh, you can email us with your stories at sasquatchatemybaby at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at sasquatchatemybaby. You can find us on Twitter at sasatemybaby. And I would really appreciate it if you tagged us when you're tweeting Netflix about how you're so upset about Bob's Burgers. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me at Catalina Holtz on everything and Dave at Dave, 19, Dave White 1990 on uh, everything. We haven't plugged ourselves in a long time. I just did a good job. Yeah. Good job. That was great. Would you like to plug yourself? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram. Wait, have you listened to all the episodes of the show? Almost all of them. I don't know if you're allowed to plug that. All right, I'll hold off. All right, go ahead. Instagram, I'm left underscore coast with a K. That's all I got. I'm not giving you my YouTube because I like to remain anonymous when well, making you comments wanted, on I YouTube. I thought you wanted to make a YouTube channel. Yeah. yeah I'll get around to that. Okay. Cause but it's under a different name than the one you used to make comments, so what's the yeah. problem? Well, I got like five on the go, so... <laughs> Okay. We'll get back to you. Can I tell you something? I'm quite disappointed in your introduction. I thought you were going to use the nickname we had for him. I don't know what the nickname was. Chattykins. Oh, I forgot about that completely. <laughs> That's okay that you forgot. <laughs> Shut up, Chattykins. There we go. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I forgot that was a thing. Mm-hmm. All right. What else do we normally do at the beginning? We talk about our weeks. All right. You how was anything? your week? I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> how's your week it's been great i'm off work so what could be better than that and the obsidian trust is playing not a, really a gig or a show but we're gonna we play an open jam yeah monday night monday night the can be metal monday coming rock and roll sure i'll be there if you want to have a meet and greet <laughs> meet us down at the can because this will air before then it will well, there'll be one person in the crowd so that's good i got her jordan's coming Corey, maybe that's it. That's the whole crowd. You're doing good. That's more than the zero people I got coming. Why don't you invite people? Yeah, I don't know. Invite the crew. Who's the crew? Your crew. They all live in Comox and work that night. So? <laughs> you t- you're their boss, so you tell them you no, have to be Those people here. are all in Hawaii right now. The people Fuckers. I'm in charge of. Yeah. All right. Well, you tell your bosses. He's in Hawaii, too. <laughs> they just left you behind? Yeah. Tell, like, tell, them I'm off. tell the general <laughs> to get everybody here. General. Oh, I don't know who they are. You don't there's, know any general's no, names? and they're so high up. <laughs> what are you? Master Corporal. Which is what? It's like middle management. Hmm. Like, right. I don't do very much, but. Yeah, not I not do more enough than, to be a sergeant. Yeah, I'm like a little bit, one away from that. <laughs> Soon, maybe. And what happens when that happens? Then I just continue doing as little work as possible. Do you get paid more? <laughs> yes, you do. Nice. All right. Well, what are we talking about today? Secret space program. S- 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 programs. 
There's so many of them. It's not How many is there? Like 80. What about the secret ones? Oh, then there's like 142. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how many there are. There's countless, probably. Um, We're both unprepared. Unprepared? Wait, we're both underprepared? I'm not great. (laughs) (laughs) But that's why we got him. No, you can't put this on me. It's okay. You're in the Air Force. You probably are part of a secret space program. Yeah, that's I why he, he's trying to whistleblow right here. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I wish I, I was. That'd be really cool. So do it. But Where's I your think, WikiLeaks page? I don't have one. Oh, Tell us about damn. Iraq or Syria. Which one? What do you well, want to know? I want to know the dirty, dark secrets. I don't think he's well, probably we, allowed yeah, to tell you. Probably not. <laughs> can't talk about that for... At least 12 years. Why 12? Is that when you retire? Yeah. All right. And then I'll do this podcast via Skype or something from Brazil. Okay. Change my name. Move to Brazil. <laughs> Episode 1004. So you're back a thousand episodes later. And then there you go. That's good. Yeah. But today it's episode 44. You're back 40 episodes. That's later. pretty good. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can have me back in 84. That'd be sweet. Sure. Uh, we'll see how you do. Okay, well, <laughs> it's a lot of pressure. All right. Well, all I have is some whistleblowers and some shit about Star Trek. (laughs) I love Star Trek. All right. I'll start there. I've got nothing. Star Trek is possibly, uh, was possibly used to ease the public into the space programs that the United United States government already have. I've heard about this too, because Gene Roddenberry, creator of Star Trek, was brought in and was debriefed about what's happening out there. There you go. What? And even the way that certain races are species i guess look he, Might be he, based he off nails of it yeah there you go it's and the technologies too mm. transporters right warp speed and they got this technology from the nazis yeah who have alien tech have or had or well, both i guess now yeah i guess they had and then the nazis didn't exist i guess until now a lot of people too think that the nazis who had this secret space program going on weren't the same nazis as the ones like just slugging it out in the trenches in europe mm-hmm. they were like a, an occult group of elitists so like uh uh what's it, the fucking thing on the captain america the red skull it's like nazis but they're scientist based yeah. shit yeah i don't watch those movies but oh it's called a book okay i guess it's a movie too <laughs> but yeah that's what that is Right, like they do interdimensional shit, because they went in search before the Second World War, trying to find these things. They also had groups of psychics trying to reach out with their minds, just like Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yes, there you know exactly. That. That's a good <laughs> reference, right? Or uh, the Last Crusade, same thing. Yep, the Nazis make for good movies. That's why those are the best two in the franchise. The original is the best by far. Well, yeah, Raiders. Yeah. And then The Last Crusade, and then Temple of Doom, and then Crystal Skull. Agreed. Yeah. I can get on board with that. It's been a while since I've seen them, like high school. Maybe we could do a mini episode on Raiders. Sure. We still have to do one on the other shit we've talked about. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't matter. All right. Never mind. What? (laughs) No, I'll talk to you about it. Well, if we're going from the Nazis. Yeah, talk talk about about Nazis. Well, there's talk that they, uh, like even the uh, the V1 and V2. The jet engines. Yeah. Came from space or alien tech. Alien tech. Makes sense and to me. There's also arguments 
in the community that people think the Nazis were actually helped by good aliens because they weren't really helping the Nazis. They were trying to help people and humanity. Humanity. And that's where the splinter from like real war fighting Nazis and the elitists mm. who are, you know, probably floating around in space right now comes from. But maybe the Nazis were the aliens. So oh. there was like a Hitler was an alien, is that what you're saying? Or some faction of the Nazis was led by an alien? Just a faction of them. Like if Joseph Mengele was an alien, that would make sense because he's experimenting on humans and trying to learn about their anatomy and what they can That handle. would make sense, mm-hmm. Dave. I like where that's yeah. going. I think you could kickstart your own conspiracy there. Yeah. It's starting now. Yeah. Stop <laughs> watching my baby conspiracies. That's good. That's good. Well, yeah. they also, I've seen that people think the Nazis were the first to reach out to the Nordics. You know who the Nordics are? The aliens. The aliens really that are pretty ones. Pretty, blonde hair, blue eyes. So like... Uh, like the Aryan stereotype. Is, would that be like then where Nordic gods came from? They came and they were aliens? Yeah. Oh, that would make sense. Like yeah. Odin was an alien? Yes, exactly. All right. But they couldn't describe his powers, but to say... Like Thor made lightning, but he was doing other shit. Exactly. Mm. All right. You know? I get it. I like it. Well, we discussed that, I think, in a past episode where a lot of gods might have just been people. Yeah, the Anunnaki. Yeah. yeah, there we go. Yeah, people that could do things that people couldn't explain. Yeah. They're yeah. just ancient astronauts. Mm-hmm. But the Sumerians wrote down like 100,000 times on clay tablets saying they're aliens. Yeah. Why wouldn't we believe them? Wait, what? <laughs> That's it's, all things that's you thing? learned on the Anunnaki episode. I don't yeah. remember that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like history just That's because you were super bored with that episode. I was like, I hate space. I hate aliens. <laughs> we, we take everything they say as gospel, but we never talk about that, do we? Exactly. Like they, they literally spell it out for you. The aliens came. Well, yeah, like I told you the whole story off their tablets. <laughs> and there was like an atomic blast and shit that's like wiped out some or started the Ice Age, I think. And yeah. Yes, this all sounds familiar. They created human alien hybrids to make like a slave race, which is where humans came from. Exactly. Because we were lesser before. I remember the slave thing. Okay, good. (laughs) And they were mining gold. Yeah, I remember that. That's all I remember. (laughs) There's a really good book about this called Slave Species of the Gods. There you go. Check it out if you're into that. But talking about the atomic thing, they actually found a layer in the sediment where the material is from a nuclear blast, but it goes back thousands of years into humanity's past. Okay. There you go. So there might have been a nuclear war. and Between aliens and humans. Or just between, between aliens, aliens and aliens. Yeah, on Earth. But time has covered it up, but the one layer. Well, the Ice Age cleaned it, Yeah. basically. Mm-hmm. Like, apparently North America used to be covered by like a kilometer high ice sheet sheet yeah. yeah yeah that's really tall yeah Just it is ice and they also talk about like the flood <laughs> or the deluge being that all that ice was melting into lakes on top and then when it broke the sea levels rose okay. under hundreds of feet immediately it was like graham hancock maybe yeah. and he and talks about there. he just like if you look at like the hills in a certain part of america it's just like what a wave does to the shore but yeah in huge massive and quickly yeah yeah i think that's an oregon and washington state yeah probably yeah beautiful nature (laughs) good job kate (laughs) thanks all right 
What else we got? What were we talking about? We're talking about Nazis. Nazis. What happened after the Nazis? Uh, Lots of shit. Operation Paperclip, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Right? There was a race to get the top guys. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That's where they took all the Nazis and brought them over to America, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All the Nazi scientists, the rocket scientists. Just, yeah, all the scientists, I assume. Probably not just rocket. Yeah. Everything they could find. Yeah. Even the, the people who were experimenting on humans, they wanted that. Well, that all that information well. is still useful. Like the shit Joseph Mengele did and what the Nazis did, it was useful. It was just done in a terrible way. Yeah. <laughs> it just becomes an ethics issue, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. It's like great that he did it, but horrible. Mostly horrible. But that's but everything was, before the 1970s that progressed the world. Well, the 1970s were the worst. <laughs> we all know that. The worst. Listen to whatever episode that was. You'll know. That's the title of the episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah okay. Good job. <laughs> so we got to talk about Werner or Werner von Braun. Okay. Okay. Did you do some looking up on him, Dave? Uh, let's see. He was the top guy who was behind the Apollo projects, but he was oh. an ardent Nazi oh. who was brought over. It's, does he have a WikiLeaks page? N- no, this is no. Uh, like 1950s. Okay, I do not have him, but I've, I know the name. So Werner von Braun is behind the rockets that put men into space and men on the moon. Mm-hmm. And he was a Nazi, but they changed his file. The CIA admit to it. They changed his file to say that he wasn't a Nazi or an adamant or ardent Nazi. They just added is and they added not to the file. <laughs> That's all they did. But so did we go to the moon? I don't know, man. What do you think? Totally went to the moon before they said we did. There's a base up there. Yeah. And on Mars. I think so too. I don't have any proof of that, but I believe it. <laughs> Some dude did. He, uh, he saw a picture of it. I think before you do anything like that, you send up a secret one to make sure it's going to work. Like we all think, you're, oh yeah, you can't be like the pioneers being like, yeah. oh look at them do it. No, they were already there, and they're right. like, now we can show off that we went there. Because you know, like we're taught in school, like Yuri Gagarin is the first man in space, but now the Russians are like half admitting that they tried to send someone before him, but he died. They kept it all a secret. Hmm. There you go. You're not gonna. They sent that guy, and then the dog, oh. and then that guy. Yeah. <laughs> but you only talk about it when it works, right? Yeah, of course. Well, you don't the dog like didn't work. But <laughs> yeah, well, the dog just kind of floated away and died. So if yeah. we went to the moon, mm-hmm. I think they're they're missing out on a lot of stuff that happened on the moon. Because even astronauts have said they went to the moon and they were watched by aliens. And there were secret channels of communication back to Earth mm-hmm. saying like what was really going on. <laughs> see i like the space because it's like a reality tv show like there's drama going on uh, um well there's a bunch of didn't buzz aldrin say something about seeing some shit out the window i i think you're thinking of um there's a fake kind of like it's not the onion but it's a different one there's a story that circulates where he says that he saw like a space fox and it's not real it it's definitely a, sounds not real. You're right. Yeah. I don't remember reading anything about a fox. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, the sixth man to walk on the moon, Dr. Yeah. Edgar Mitchell, mm-hmm. he talks about how there was UFOs and extraterrestrial phenomenon happening on the moon. 
but they can't talk about it. He he is now a whistleblower. Is he the one that has the WikiLeaks where his emails got um, let out saying all the stuff about there being UFOs and I don't know. That's really cool though. So there is like someone from one of the space missions. I just don't remember which one or who it was because obviously I didn't make notes. That um, <laughs> yeah, like a few years ago, I think like maybe three years ago, his emails got released in the WikiLeaks thing and saying that well he just he also came out and just started telling people yeah mm-hmm. like uh i wrote this down he, in uh, oh is this the same thing edgar mitchell yeah that's that's who we're talking about yeah but i don't know who i'm talking uh, about <laughs> well in 2008 in kerrang magazine um he told well he said that the government was covering up ufos and extraterrestrials like roswell hmm. and up to the present and uh, after he did that nasa panically started like denying everything and saying that they're not part of that and they've never done anything like that mm-hmm. but he never even mentioned nasa so they just look like fools trying to cover up something mm-hmm. but maybe nasa just doesn't have a clue maybe Matt nasa maybe. is like the yeah, left in the dark space agency and the secret space program is just carrying it on yeah i mean that's the smart move like area 51 is probably bullshit based everybody just stares at it yeah mm-hmm. it's like a the world's biggest distraction yeah Hide in plain sight. Yeah. Uh, what else is about this guy? Yeah, just that he he had a spiritual awakening when he was in his uh, on his Apollo mission, and he decided to share his UFO information with the world. Hmm. I think this will happen more and more as these Apollo astronauts get really, really old, mm-hmm. and they won't have anything to fear anymore because they're going to die soon. Like and a like a deathbed. Yeah. yeah, deathbed confession. That'd be great. A little yeah. bit of dementia. Yeah, I've never heard anyone, right? <laughs> well, I think you sent me a thing just on Instagram, probably. It was like Buzz Aldrin telling a little girl that we never went to the moon or something. Did I send that? I think so. What? I like it. Somebody's phoning me. It's a 1 800 number. You got some bills to pay. I'm all caught Dave. up. <laughs> I don't miss payments on bills, at least. So, if these guys are whistleblowing, when do you think we're going to know the truth? You think it's soon? About the secret space program? Yeah, about it all. No, but no. will we ever really know the truth? Because yeah. they're all just going to keep trying to cover it up forever. Yeah, but at some point, there's going to be so much coming out that they're just going to need a plan to spill the beans. Like Star Trek. Why yeah. didn't, like, they did that for Star Trek, but they didn't start telling the public. But that's like a partial disclosure, right? They're priming us. Yeah, just but like it's movies. been a long time that they're priming us, though. When did Star Trek start? The original 60s? series? Yeah, the yeah. 60s. It's a long time to be priming people. Well, I guess they're not in a rush. I guess. Or there's just keeps being new shit, and they're like, we can't tell them this. It's too much. I hope it's within our lifetime. I don't think it will be. I'm sorry. I think they'll <laughs> always have secrets. Oh, you don't have to be sorry. It's all right. <laughs> well, they, they declassified that one... Or, like the yeah, the U.S. government declassified a video of some jet pilots talking and recording a ship flying beside them that was shaped like a saucer, and it was going the same speed as them, but then it started to rotate. And if somebody was inside that and it was rotating, if it was a human, mm-hmm. they would they wouldn't be able to handle the g force of it. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of U.S. military videos, I don't think I talked about this last time I was here, mm-hmm. but. There was a really popular video where these F-18 pilots, 
so they're Navy fighter pilots, saw a sphere off the coast of Maine. You guys see that video? It was like a, it was a viral video. I think you showed it to me at some and point. It made the news, and it was even on like Fox News with Tucker Carlson, like the biggest news anchor down in America. And <laughs> that exact thing, I picked up on radar, flying a mission south of Nova Scotia. So we're talking like oh, the yeah. same waters. You yeah. told me about yeah. that before, yeah. You know, so I mean, like for that to get out, I think is a really big deal. Because well, you got to trust the U.S. Navy pilots. They have the best vision in the world. Yeah. You don't just walk into that job and get it. Well, and they're putting these videos out. At least the one I was talking about. They declassified it and they let it out. Yeah. So maybe that's them slowly letting the public know. I think so. You know, all it takes is a few people to just drip this stuff out, right? As long as they don't get caught. Yeah. And then you got the guys who just totally spill the beans. Like Corey Good. Yeah. Well, his shit's crazy. But what if it's true? I hope it is. It's awesome. It seems like if I don't have a lot of information on him. You, apparently, there's a lot more I don't know. But I'm gonna watch that show you were talking about. Cosmic Disclosure. Yeah, that one. It's it almost starts off. It starts off with Corey Good being really nervous in front of the camera, mm-hmm. and uh, because he knows he's about to spill the beans. He's yeah. He looks like he was got a gun to his head. It looks really bad, and he's super nervous. But and he's and he's telling these pres- preposterous stories. But then, after you watch it, episode after episode, you start to think like, you know what? This guy's telling the truth. <laughs> like he's not just some crazy guy from Texas. And he talks about how he was he was picked because he had uh, an ability to sense what's going on in alien beings and other people. And he yeah, does. He was, uh, what was it called? He has. Uh... Sorry. It's called something. I lost it. I had it. Keep talking. I think you need glasses because every time you he, po- pick up your book, gets closer, doesn't it? <laughs> he goes, hold on, I have it. Well, I could read it here. I just, <laughs> this is easier. But you yeah. squint and then pull it up to your eyes like an old man. All right. So he, he has the ability to, <laughs> to feel what people are feeling and kind of get a, a sense for them. I just don't know where it is. Keep talking. And uh, anyways, he does what's called the 20 and back. You guys hear about that? No, tell me more. No, keep so up. the twenty and back is I'm gonna pull you out right now to go work on the secret space program. Mm-hmm. Gonna, oh yeah, you're gonna do twenty yeah. years of service, and when you're done, I'm gonna reinsert you back to the exact moment that we pulled you out of. That's insane. So they tell people we're gonna do this, but they don't tell them we're gonna wipe intuitive them empath. There you go, Dave. <laughs> so I found it. Because the secret space program, like they're kind of like one of them, I guess they're kind of talking about time manipulation, right? Like Uh, because they've discovered that clocks will tell time differently based off of the speed and like the yeah they do that with atomic clocks on jets yeah Um, really and like fascinating part of the idea is that there's like a secret whatever the space program is that they have alien technology that can absolutely like manipulating more so like that's kind of saying that they already have this and they can do it yeah all right yeah. cool i've well, got some regrets that i need to go back to. oh yeah we all do <laughs> i regret nothing <laughs> when Lies. is this technology <laughs> available um something i liked about Corey good he was part of uh the intruder intercept interrogation program because of his empathy intuitive empath so yeah. he would help them like interrogate aliens and shit know if they're lying yeah how yeah. awesome is that it's pretty awesome imagine like 
waterboarding an alien. So that's part of Solar <laughs> Warden, right? Did you look that part up? No. No? People at home, look up Solar Warden. It's pretty awesome. It's just waterboarding aliens? No, it's like it's like a certain group of the secret space program protecting Earth. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Through torture. But I mean, Corey Good talks about a lot of different aliens, like the reptilians. Uh, yeah, he also talks about Antarctica being full of alien ruins yeah. and technology underneath the ice. Yeah. And that... Uh, Hollow Earth. Well, we go to that later. That's another episode. <laughs> okay. Okay, this is a really broad topic. <laughs> um, but Antarctica used to house uh, extraterrestrial refugees that then breeded with humans and create a mas- created a master race that used to control the planet. What happened to them? I don't know. Maybe they still do. Reptilians? Yeah. Maybe they're like in the Illuminati. It's Beyonce and Jay-Z. Beyonce and Jay-Z. <laughs> you think, do you guys think they're reptilians? Totally. Yeah. No. <laughs> is Tom DeLonge, or DeLonge, I don't know how to say his name, is he one? No. I think he's nuts. Or is he, or he's is a distraction. He, or is he one of the people who's just supposed to leak a little bit of information? Maybe the government hired him because everybody knows who he is. And people will think he's crazy because of who he is. I believe Maybe that it's the perfect cover to release information. Somebody told him that he has all the information and he believed it. But there yeah. are <laughs> serious scientists in his uh, company. I know. That's what I don't get. That's true. We all watched the Joe Rogan episode. Mm-hmm. He comes yeah. off as crazy. He, he totally does. But, yeah. but there is like some of these guys that I have written down are part of his team. So why do they believe him? Well, They're really big fans of are his they music. Believe in him, or is he just believing like the hype that's going on all around him? Or maybe like, they can use his money. Or he's to, pay- yeah, that he's to do paying his, their own information. Yeah, but then either way, he's still getting the facts out. So Corey Good talks about there being partial disclosure, which is where these people are going to give us a little bit, kind of advances to full disclosure. Or there is full disclosure where, you know, it's like Independence Day and there's a UFO on the White House lawn, (laughs) you know? Sounds awesome. But, you know, when you watch movies and stuff, some of it seems like it's partial disclosure. Like, you know that crazy movie where the aliens come and they got that translator with the ink squid things? You guys saw that, right? The ink squid things? Is it a comedy? No, it's a sci-fi. Serious sci-fi? Yeah. Oh, With the um, yeah. The what is that called? Now it's gonna bother me. Yeah, what are, squid things. Whatever that's called, yeah. like that could be. All I can think of is stuff. Independence Day. It's Amy Adams, right? Yes, exactly. So when these things happen, or when there's Star Trek episodes, it could be <laughs> it could be uh, partial disclosure. You know, like the truth hidden in plain sight. It's a good way to do it. I mean, I could, I could probably have my own podcast just on Star Trek. Arrival. <laughs> yeah, Arrival. I've never yeah. heard of that. Oh, that's a good one, Dave. Mm-hmm. What else you got there in the magic Oh, book? there's so many people. Want to start with one? Sure. Know anything about Bob Lazar? Yeah, I know lots about Bob Lazar. All right, hit me with it. So Bob Lazar was a, phys- <laughs> a physicist from, uh, I believe, Arizona. And he... I got picked up advanced degrees from Caltech and MIT. Yeah, there you go. So he was picked up to work in Area 51. and The actual Area 51. Area 51, yeah. Kay. And he, because he was a physicist, was they're really compartmentalized so that not everyone knows everything that's going on, right? But he worked on the, the propulsion system, I believe. And he worked on it. But after he was done there, he 
was really the first whistleblower in my lifetime that I've ever heard of. And because he knew what time the test flights were, he brought his buddies out to the deserts in Nevada and they oh. videotaped the UFOs flying around Area 51. And he knew exactly what time, what place, and they got some amazing video. You guys, anyone can YouTube this stuff. It's incredible. And he went to a host for a Las Vegas TV studio and he said, you guys need to come with me. I'm going to show you some stuff. And even the host, so they had like an anniversary thing and even the host was like, no, I still to this day totally believe him. <laughs> you know, like they, the Janet Airlines that fly out of uh, McCarran Air Force Base in Las Vegas, which is just another non-existent terminal, Janet. Those are the guys who fly to Area 51. <laughs> what do you know about him, Dave? Uh, a thing I liked about him is he created a schematic for a ship known as the Sports Model. Yeah. And in the schematic, Sounds sexy. <laughs> the schematic seemed like bullshit for years because it uh, it ran off something called Element 115. Yes, which didn't exist back then. But then they figured out how to make it. Yeah. So it exists and it's called Mos- Moscovium. Yeah. And the cool thing about this element, if you're into the periodic chart, mm-hmm. is that it exists on the island of stability. So most of these things, they only exist for a fraction of a second Mm -hmm. right they have incredibly fast half-lives but there's a group around 115 where they are maybe unnatural but when they're created they exist on the island of stability and there's another one that's another hundred later which you know we'll never get to in our lifetime but he predicted all this in the 80s and now we have it Hmm. so the ship exists and it's amplified by gravity waves how fucking cool is that? Yeah. And he has a Corvette that's powered by rockets, which is also <laughs> a fun fact. Uh, I don't have much else other than he went public in 93. And it says the lab he worked for was Los Alamos National Lab, which it was the people who worked on the Manhattan Project. Yeah. Hmm. And they've uh, since disowned him and like taken him out of any records. Of course. But with the TV crew, he went there with his pass and showed like he knew exactly where everything was yeah it says it said that there's no evidence of him ever working there but then it's like oh yeah they just wiped him off the record which only really hurts their cause right yeah shows they're hiding something yeah what are they hiding Mm -hmm. that's the same thing like i think nasa immediately denying everything they weren't accused of it's like calm down obviously you did something yeah it's kind of like the the roswell but in a a bigger open thing. it up just enough to be a tourist attraction and that people believe that you're giving them something and then you can hide as much as you want yeah mm-hmm. area 51 mm-hmm. well yeah like you said he worked at area 51 but i found yeah. that he he worked in a oh, so he, he near worked, that yeah he worked just south of it in groom lake s7 was it it was called 54 okay that's all yep because he worked in the mountain just to the south of it what I forgot they rolled up and they have a clip and I was trying to like keep them up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So he would reverse engineer spacecraft. So that was his job. Yeah. He was trying to figure it all out, right? Yeah. Now, do you believe him? I like to believe everything because it's more fun. It's more fun, but. But honestly, I haven't looked into any of this enough. I have broad strokes on all these people. Well, I guess I was like eight years old when I first saw Bob Lazar on like, you know, Unsolved Mysteries. Or whatever those shows were. Love that show. And to this day, Bob Lazar still like doesn't change his story. He just tells it how it was back then. He doesn't make it fantastical or anything. So I I believe him. 
Plus, he's got the credentials. I want to believe. Mm-hmm. I, I want to believe, too. I believe anyone who's brave enough to come forward and take the backlash that they're going to get for it. You have to truly believe that something yourself in order to do that. Yeah. And, like, people can say these people are crazy, but there's so many people who come out who are scientists. Are, is every scientist fucking crazy that comes out? Is that what they're saying? I think a lot of scientists are crazy. Once but, you get an IQ over a certain level, there's a couple screws loose. Yeah. The Unabomber was not crazy. <laughs> he was very smart. Oh, wasn't he? <laughs> He, knew well, he, he can doing. be smart and be crazy, man. <laughs> he had some very good points. Yeah, he did. I watched the series on Netflix. It was fantastic. <laughs> you should listen to the episode. I should. I don't know what episode it was. It but was the one with the Tylenol killer. Yep. Is it better than the Netflix uh, six-part miniseries? No. No, that's way better <laughs> show than our <laughs> show. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's why they have a Netflix series yeah. and we don't. That's really good. Not yet. Not yet. You guys should be on Netflix. Oh, yeah. It's going to be yeah. a food show slash conspiracy show. Food show? <laughs> yeah. Sasquatch ate my baby. Okay. And Dave's not doing the cooking. <laughs> no, we're going to go to different towns. Eat in, it's going to be like diners, dives, and dives. <laughs> Drive-ins and Triple dives. Triple D. Um, yeah. Meets like the x-files <laughs> we're gonna go to a town we're gonna solve a mystery and we're gonna eat their food <laughs> it sounds like more like scooby-doo than the meat at the diner <laughs> yeah every episode's gonna end with me demasking someone <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's gonna be a great show you yeah. can be a part of it when you come to my town i guess yeah yeah you could just come with us to a town I got a what's your favorite town in the whole world yeah palm springs all right well then we'll yeah, find we'll a mystery there. there and eat there okay i'm sure they got a cryptid or two probably <laughs> maybe all right what do you know about william Tompkins? william Tompkins. he was uh wasn't he a military guy he was uh the corporate director of north american advanced space research mm. and he spilled the beans didn't he on all the secret aircraft going he was on? also a member of the red team at general dynamics corporation that's like their skunk works right i don't know uh he wrote a book detailing all the uh secret naval intelligence shit that he dealt with oh was he did he work for the navy was he recruited yeah. as a teenager really young i think so he had like a yeah, brilliant he, mind just when he was leaving high school yeah 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 and yeah same thing he was hired to reverse engineer extraterrestrial communication systems yeah this guy took a trip when he was a teenager to the dockyard looked at the boats and then went home and was using like basically popsicle sticks yeah with his made his memory he just just from memory them made the most incredible to scale models and one was outside his parents shop or something and one of the sailors walked by and was like oh my god who made this it's perfection and it turned out to just be a teenager <laughs> who did it from memory can you imagine having a photogenic memory like that wouldn't that be great <laughs> it would be and fantastic. he's made he's made 16 models of spacecrafts too since then including ones that we don't think exist yeah like all ones that we don't think exist yeah <laughs> now, i don't know how many just like plane nerdery you guys are into i mean being in the air force i'm a little you bit of a plane talk nerd. to my dad he knows all every plane that's ever existed <laughs> well i don't know that maybe i shouldn't talk to your dad <laughs> embarrassing but you know when you think about things like the spy planes that came out in the 50s like we're talking like 50 or they're like developed how they in the find 50s. the angles to make it so they're invisible the radar yeah exactly mm-hmm. you know all the stealth technology that we're just seeing today we find out years later that it was developed decades before it just makes you wonder what's what's flying overhead right now. Well, yeah, a lot of people think that the drones that they use now is all the UFOs that people used to see during the fifties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, them it could developing be. drones. Yeah, which would make sense. 
Well, there's a, tech. there's a lot of drones over Iraq and Syria. Constantly right now. All the time. <laughs> Tell us about it. Man, they got they got legs so they can stay up there for, you know, two or three times as long as a human could without shitting your pants. <laughs> right? And you can just change the crews on the ground out. The shift's over and you guys steps in, just watch what's going on. Got some Hellfire missiles hooked up to them. Apparently those guys controlling those are starting to get PTSD from oh, all the shit they're doing. Yeah, well think of all the stuff you yeah. see, man. Mm-hmm. I mean it's not it's not uh it's not a it's not peachy to talk about. <laughs> that's for sure. No. I mean I saw and some bad stuff. They probably kill more people than anybody in the military. Absolutely. It's just like, oh, we can just do this and they're dead. And you know, they kill all these people and they just go home and fire up the barbecue and yeah. in Las Vegas or in Texas and yeah. they gotta deal with their kids. At least everyone else, when they deploy, they're kind of segregated. And they have other people families. to talk to about it because they're all going through it at the same time. Yeah. And you got more of a, like a, a mission mentality, like I'm here to do this, and then you yeah. stop. It's not like Google Home to your wife. She says, oh, how was your day? Oh, I just killed the family of four accidentally. No big deal. Yeah, that would be a really <laughs> uh, awkward quality time moment. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Let's put yeah. our phones down for 20 minutes, huh? So, so you know he's not talking about <laughs> it to anybody. Yeah. Does the military have like... Uh, therapists that you can just talk to yeah they do do, yeah but do people use it and not as many who should yeah Yeah. exactly Mm. and they always tell you like there's no career implications if you go talk to these people and then as soon as someone goes and talks to them there's immediately career implications (laughs) Uh, so don't talk to them so don't talk to them yeah Hmm. i only tell people to go talk to them when it's like you're gonna hit that point where like you really need to go talk to somebody but otherwise, you're just shooting your career in the leg. Hmm. I mean, what would you do? Would you? Do you think you could just go talk to someone? Then, no. then you're gonna be by, driving buses half time, and <laughs> everyone's gonna look at you funny. Like Dave's not a team player. But they they could do it outside of work, I guess. Privately, are they allowed to though? Well, I guess doctor patient confidential. Yeah, we got like hotlines and stuff. So do the Americans. Yeah, you can call, but. Even so. Even so. Who uses them? You can use the texting app now. <laughs> yeah, there actually is an app for that. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, really though, I think the military just covers their ass by having this stuff out there. I was once given four um, psychotherapy sessions and 21 normal therapy sessions if I wanted to use them. I really wish I used those psychotherapy ones to find out if I was crazy. Why did you get no, those? That's you, what I lost my tooth. The government gave it to me in case I have like problems getting jumped by people. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I think if you're asking yourself if you are crazy, you're probably not. Crazy people don't know they're crazy, man. That's true. Yeah, they gave me money for the clothes that got ruined, or I Wait, lost a shoe. Why did the government give this to you? Because I wanted to get money to get a new pair of shoes because I lost a shoe. Okay, so I I don't understand the process and, uh, that you went where the and government. And I wanted to get a free tooth. So they gave me that. What, you that. just go online and you Google, how do I get a free tooth? And yeah, basically. It's, it's like victim, victim services. Okay. <laughs> and then they're like, you can also have 21 therapy sessions or and four psychotherapy sessions. I was going to say, because Michael got jumped like a couple weeks ago yeah, and could, I didn't get, get new sessions. socks from it. You could get some <laughs> shit. You could get, get some, some sessions, shit. Yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't replace my phone that was stolen, but they replaced my shoes my tooth which where are their priorities happened. you need right? that phone not a tooth right yeah <laughs> the tooth the tooth was expensive though i never got it <laughs> can you still get it 
I doubt it. That sucks. I, I mean, I guess I can go to the dentist and be like, hey, remember me from like eight years ago? Or yeah. like finish putting my tooth in? You should. Mm-hmm. I know. When you're like 75, I could be the only tooth left. <laughs> Michael had to wait until he was spouse level to get a new tooth to get my benefits. <laughs> you just kind of get used to not having a tooth. Mm. Like you don't notice it. Like, generally, you don't see the bottom teeth yeah. unless I'm smiling. Yeah. It's part of your character now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a fucking pirate. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to chop off a leg and lose an eye, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's a commitment. <laughs> Actually, I learned about pirates that they all wore eye patches. Above and below deck, right? For above and below deck, yeah. exactly. They didn't lose eyes. No. Some of them did, probably, but... Yeah. How cool is that, though? It's super you cool. Got to be able to see in the dark. Exactly. Well, you know, I was in the Navy, and you'd come down into the ship on a bright sunny day and you just be walking and everything so you should have worn an eye patch should have worn an eye patch yeah well they tell people now in like active shooter situations where you like one where you get to the point where you're barricading yourself like not hiding um to turn off the lights because you're gonna adjust faster and, and, and be able to see more but when the person comes in they're gonna have to just not be able to see so then you have a chance to attack right yeah. i like that uh, all right. Did we talk about Stephen Greer? No, let's talk about Stephen Greer. Dr. Stephen Greer. Dr. Stephen Greer. Yeah. He's one of the loudest voices calling for full disclosure of extraterrestrial contact. Yeah. He, he's also, I think, the founder of the Disclosure Project and SETI. Uh, I know that they made a, a documentary called Unacknowledged based off everything he said, though. Yeah. There's also another one called Serious, and there's some other words after that, but... It's really, really good. He's had some high up meetings. Like he's met with, I think, uh, President Clinton, talking about this stuff. Well, he's met with dozens of secret space insiders. I don't know about Clinton, but, but he, and he but, has thousands of documents that back up his claims. Yeah. So like, he has the shit. He has it all. He's had Pentagon briefings, telling presidents basically, here's what you, here's what's really going on. And he constantly, for decades, was petitioning like people in washington and people with power just to let it all out let it out what do you think that would do to us if we knew about it yeah like if it all just came out of to all humanity the, all or to us yeah to, it, sure all of it if it all <laughs> humanity sure yeah i don't think people could handle it mm. really but by saying that maybe you're stopping it from coming out true but i think a lot of people are like super christians and they couldn't handle that shit not just that but there would be the doomsday style people that would yeah, we're going to die. Yeah. But then, God but, doesn't exist. We're all going to die. Okay, but then like six weeks later, they haven't died. They're still aliens <laughs> chilling. Then what? Then we get used to it, I guess. Yeah, like, well, I think maybe over time. There would definitely but... be a week of holy fuck, though, where we should go live in the woods. Yeah. Well, it we're would, ready to do that, though, so we're good. Yeah. There would be groups, though, that are like would come up and start race wars against the aliens. Hmm. Even if they're just... What if they're the nicest people? No. The, the nicest people still get <laughs> issues due to race, like normal people. What would what <laughs> you just because we have different color yeah. skin? Imagine being yeah. from another planet. <laughs> it could unite us though, because then we realize like, oh, we're all from Earth. Well, if it does some Independence Day shit, yeah, where it unites humanity yeah. or like some Watchmen Versus shit. Versus the aliens. <laughs> I think it'd be great. I think it it would, would be great in the long run. Like finally, it'd be really rough for a minute though. It would be rough for a minute. You know, you're right. There is some crazy religious people. I mean, God, especially in Southern America. <laughs> Southern United States. Yeah, Southern United States. 
<laughs> South America too. Let's not forget that. Yeah, that's true. You know, they're <laughs> all Catholic. All Catholic. <laughs> you know, they love the Pope. You think the Pope knows? Definitely. Yeah. yeah. He has a TV that can see through time and space. So yeah, he knows everything. <laughs> what do you mean he's got a TV that can see he's through time and space? He's got vision. That's pretty cool. It's a, a, literally a TV that can like, you can watch Jesus die and shit. That would help his cause, wouldn't it? If Jesus actually died. I mean, I know he's dead, but the way the way they say he did. <laughs> he did. There's a picture of it. A picture? A picture of the TV, like, with Jesus on the cross. And it's not just someone, like, watching Jesus Christ Superstar. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's <laughs> good. old tube, tube TV. You could have said, like, The Last Temptation of Christ or something. Nope. <laughs> There's only one Jesus movie. <laughs> or uh, what's the one that Mel Gibson made? Passion of the Christ. Oh, yeah. Just kidding. It's called Jesus Christ Superstar. Passion of the Christ. I would like it to be The Last Temptation of Christ because then it'd just be Willem Dafoe on a cross and it'd be hilarious. You know, I went to see Passion of the Christ whenever that came out. I've never seen it. I don't know if I, I might have even been just after like high school, like 2004 or five. Yeah, it was in the 2000s. And uh, me and my, my girlfriend are driving to see this movie at galaxy and near the mcdonald's you know where that is on rutherford road Mm -hmm. there was all kinds of church groups protesting like do not go see this movie i thought it was i thought it was pro church shit though didn't didn't it it, like paint a really jewish people yeah these church groups did not want you to go see that they would actually pay you back your money if you'd give them your ticket really yeah i thought it was just i thought just judaism was destroyed in it oh yeah it kind of was These are Christian groups, though, that were but like super But yeah, that's what's weird about it. it. Isn't yeah. it pro that? I don't know. I can't speak but for them, but... Maybe they were just very nice Christian groups. Maybe, yeah. There's those, too. That's true. <laughs> when Kevin Smith made Dogma, he got protested by like a lot of Christians and Catholics. Hmm. So maybe they're the ones... Who... Dogma? I saw like Dogma, but I was sleeping through most of it. That's a great movie. I should see that, yeah. There's a shit monster called the Golgotham. It's made out of the shit from people who died at Golgotha being crucified. That's not making me want to go see it. <laughs> That's super metal. <laughs> <laughs> they die on a cross. They'd shit their pants because they're dead. Yeah. And so there's now a shit demon out of that shit. Thank God when you die, you're like <laughs> full blown dead because I wouldn't want to be partially here and watch myself shit my pants. <laughs> Maybe you'd out of body experience it. Full. Blown so, dead though we don't know <laughs> maybe yeah, when you die body. you're still conscious and you just can't move that's embarrassing eh? wouldn't that be awful like, you just an eternity of rotting the last thing that you do that a lot of people are gonna remember shit your pants <laughs> I don't, nobody ever talks about that though so i don't think that's what people remember i think people don't like talking about it maybe <laughs> they don't talk about how pregnant ladies are giving birth usually shit that's their pants true. either so no just the they miracle don't of birth. no they don't <laughs> there's a lot of i think shit that just goes out. to show that if you're about to give birth take a shit real quick <laughs> yeah i plan no, it out they, yeah. they don't let you because sometimes it feels like you have to take a poop and that's how toilet babies are made <laughs> oh really <laughs> it's a thing <laughs> toilet babies yeah i know uh you know people? I know a person who had a toilet baby. Actually? You do too. Well, she didn't have it like on the toilet, but she didn't know she was pregnant until she was having a baby. How? I do? the hell? Well, you know her brother. We'll talk about it after. Yeah, we don't need to we say names. We don't need to call no, some girl. No naming names. Um, no, but yeah. That's yeah. the thing, toilet babies. <laughs> yes, it is. 
There's like a show where it happened to a, a woman twice. Probably like on TLC. Uh, I didn't yeah, know I was yeah. pregnant. Yeah. The Learning Channel. That's great. Where you learn if you're pregnant or not. <laughs> <laughs> or you learn about like your 500 pound life. What the fuck six? happened is to the five? Learning Channel? Five. I thought it was six. I don't know what it is. I don't I think know. We're up to six. I like the Gypsy Wedding shows. Which is also on TLC. So good. So how is that the Learning Channel? Why do I even have that channel? You have that. I channel? have that I'm channel. Jealous. Because you have can I have your TLC Go password? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you absolutely can because I spend no time on that channel. <laughs> well, it's like that shows that channel's that MTV has nothing to do with music. The History Channel has nothing to do with history anymore. It's mm-hmm. just selling things in pawn shops and, and yeah. aliens, <laughs> diggers, and conspiracy theories. Don't forget diggers and diggers. Yeah. Or is it diggers? Pickers. 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 Yeah, American Pickers. Pickers is just a show about Kate's dad. Yeah, <laughs> but my dad loves the History Channel, so it's fair. <laughs> well, people love it. That's why they're programming yeah. that crap on there. Of course. No, I just, I think if there was full disclosure, I'd just be like, thank God this happened in my lifetime. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't want to miss out on that. Yeah. I'm good. Really? No. no I like, definitely want to know. That's the one you're like, thank God I'm on Earth right now. No. Like, we should probably go hang out with, uh, with Tom DeLong, just in case he knows some shit. I don't know. I get pretty stressed out about things that are happening here on Earth. I don't need to have space problems, too. <laughs> think of all the problems we would solve. Like, free energy. Like yeah. Dave's not driving. That a bus was a anymore. thing Stephen Greer claimed that uh, there's technology for unlimited free energy. That would change. That'd be a, a whole different ball game. Okay, well they can. It would tell be us peace. About that. Yeah, yeah. But, no kidding. I I know about that. Having yeah. flown over the oil fields in Syria. Yeah, it would be all a peaceful world. Okay, so they can, like I said, they can release a little bit, but like release that and then just be like, it takes some kid that none of us know about and say, he's a prodigy. He invented this. Give yeah. him all the credit. Sure. But famous. wait, with alien existence and free energy technology, mm-hmm. that gets rid of all gods because creationism is gone at that point, which cuts off those wars no, between religious people. No, there's always going to be creationism of some, of some sort. If if all right, but are the our, are the Israelis like, and the Palestinians still going to be at war if they find out there's aliens? I don't think so. Me either. Because God doesn't exist then. It'll create no, because someone will believe that there's still a God, but this God has bigger plans than just Earth. Yeah, there's maybe. always going to be someone that has maybe, that. but. The thing is, people won't need to fight because they'll have everything they ever wanted. People are still going to fight. There's no world peace. I don't believe I world peace anybody. could happen. I don't know. I think there'll still be some shit. Uh-huh. People will disagree. And war makes money, so it's not... What do you need money for? <laughs> With free energy, it's not a problem. To, so everything you, can, you ever so wanted So you can buy some made. cool kicks. Like. It'll be made for you. <laughs> it take no effort to make that, right? With perpetual uh, yeah. energy devices. I don't know. When's Elon Someone Musk going to make it? I think he knows some shit. Well, he's an alien. He admitted it on Rogan's show. <laughs> I know. And nobody talked about it. I know. What's with that? He literally said, I'm an alien, and they moved past it. Yeah. Just, I'm not going to touch that. It's horseshit. He's an alien. <laughs> Let's talk about it. I hope- it was in his like contract when he said, I'm going to say that I'm an alien, so I'm telling the truth, but you need to like not. Probably. Yeah. Not like, not. let's pretend like, I, mm-hmm. like I'll say it to tell the truth yeah but then let's not talk about it because we'll just pretend it was a joke i really hope joe rogan has him back on yeah like elon musk can just be in a good place his shareholders won't be at his throat like they were (laughs) when this was going on well he's having problems with tesla right now so give him a few months or even a couple years i'm not 
I'll be patient with it. <laughs> All right, <good>. you know? <laughs> but have him back, and then Joe needs to be really prepared. And he's obviously from Mars because he's trying to get back home. Yeah. Back yeah, home. that movie Mars Needs Moms is my favorite movie too. <laughs> I don't know it. It's really good. I just know that he wants to go to Mars and wants to live there because that's where he's from. <laughs> that's a pretty good thing. Well, um, Corey Good talks about Mars and how he went to Mars. And there was a group of humans there who were told that Earth was uninhabitable. And so one of the Martian humans said to him, where are you from? And he forgot that he was supposed to play along. And he said, I'm from Texas. <laughs> and totally, totally screwed that whole project up. So there's a civilization on Mars it that thinks Earth what, is uninhabitable, yeah. just like we believe Mars is uninhabitable. Yeah. And so they're, you know, trying to like colonize Mars properly. So there's cover-ups on Mars too. Yeah. <laughs> I came across a thing. I didn't read much into it, but there's some guy who came out not too long ago. He was in the Navy or something. He was on Mars for years as a, like a security guard, basically. That'd be awesome. Yeah. It was How come just I can his... have a cool job like that? Yeah, we all know that that's what I mean, your job you is. Fucking Air Force boy. I know <laughs> you're just doing this to kind of put out some information, just like all these other people. Mm-hmm. No. And you know some shit. This is the start of your WikiLeaks page, I'm telling you. <laughs> I don't even know what a WikiLeaks page is. You always talk about this. Like, everyone. I think it's just WikiLeaks a word is? that people yeah. like throw Leak out. information. Yeah. But they don't. Each person doesn't have their own page. Do I they? think it's like Wikipedia. That's how I imagine it. <laughs> I, I don't think that's how <laughs> Wikipedia. With leaks. But with leaks. <laughs> You know, in the military, there's an order that we're not supposed to look at WikiLeaks stuff. What? Even though, because they don't want you to know true. the truth. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> everyone disobeys that order. I'll probably be thrown in the break tomorrow for saying that. <laughs> okay. But, but it's don't true. worry, the show doesn't go until Saturday. And then you can tell us if it's actually a Wikipedia page. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. What is? What are you flipping through there, Dave? Uh, I don't know. We got Luis Elizondo. All right. Well, let's read about him. Yeah. What's up with him? Oh, he's part of the Advanced Aerospace. Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they were tasked with locating UFOs and were even involved with the recovery of a downed ship. Where was the ship? Does it say? Uh, doesn't say. Uh, they closed down supposedly in 2012. Sounds like bullshit to me. Um, in a CNN interview, he said that he'd seen enough as part of the AATI that uh, he's convinced that there's other intelligent life in the universe. I was on CNN. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's pretty cool. He is now part of Tom DeLonge's team at the To The Stars Academy. You know, I just wish it was anyone other than Tom DeLonge in charge of that. I think that's the perfect person to put for it because everybody thinks he's crazy. That's why the government put him in place. We just, I mean, anybody else, especially other like rock star people. Like who? Sting? Sure. Everyone, <laughs> Sting is a trustworthy <laughs> face. It's true. Right? I trust the shit out of Sting. Yeah. He plays the bass. <laughs> that's his one downside but everything else is, is really cool tantric sex ufos and bass you know that that the, made up, right? the tantric sex thing is it yeah it's total myth it's he long. loves it though maybe it's real he thinks it's hilarious maybe it's maybe it's not fake just, maybe stings just an like alien. aliens probably right those are some looks good like songs. An alien. yeah uh, <laughs> um oh and he he was part of the uh I was talking about that Navy pilot thing. He, yeah. He was part of that whole thing. No, that's really cool. Especially you get on CNN say that. Yeah. Uh, what about Richard Dottie? I've heard the name. Uh, this one's different. 
he was a government man who like an agent i don't know exactly what he was but he was used to give people false information a disinformation agent yeah okay uh, one of his victims, Paul Benowitz, was given so much information that he went insane and had a mental breakdown because he couldn't handle all the shit they were telling him. But here's the thing with this guy. Was all the shit he was saying bullshit or was he releasing facts and trying to make people think it was bullshit? Yeah, I guess you never know. Cause it's the whole thing with Star Trek and everything we've been talking about. You tell the truth to make people think it's a lie. Yeah. You see that in everything, right? As soon as someone comes up with a great idea that doesn't fit the mold, they're just labeled a crazy person. Like this dude literally Although went there crazy. There are some crazy people. There, there are some crazy people, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have an uncle who claims that he makes cold fusion in his garage, so. <laughs> How do you know he doesn't? Because I've been in his garage. <laughs> he also told me that my anthropology degree was stupid and that people actually came from <laughs> rocks in the mountains. So. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's out there. Okay, so the rocks was a cave where the Anunnaki made people. The What did you say he made? <laughs> cold, cold fusion. fusion. Cold fusion <laughs> is underneath oh, the garage, just like Rick in Rick and Morty. He also has a twin on the moon. A what? A twin? A twin. Yeah. Well, why not? <laughs> he grows good tomatoes, though. That's good. <laughs> it's all that cold and fusion good tomato. Weed, apparently, too. <laughs> cold fusion weed and tomatoes. <laughs> Those are three good things. Uh, all right. Well, I also got Carl Wolf. Tell he us was about uh, part of the intelligence. He was an intelligence agent for the NSA, and he was a Air Force sergeant. That actually sounds like are. a really familiar name, actually. Hmm. You're thinking of Dick Wolf? <laughs> dun dun. <laughs> no. Uh, I don't have much. This is the guy who was shown a photo of a base that was located on the dark side of the moon that was taken in orbit prior to the moon landing of 1969. That's pretty awesome. So the guy's really old now, then. Yeah. The <laughs> photos were then destroyed, and he knew that what he saw was something he wasn't supposed to see. Hmm. You know, we never see any really good images of the so-called dark side of the moon, but it's that's, not even dark, right? It's yeah. just dark to, from Earth. Yeah. Like, that's that, shit, that shit's in the light half the time. It's because <laughs> there's a base on it. Yeah. Well, where else is the best place to put one on the moon, Exactly. Right? I would love to see the dark side of the moon. It's a great album, too. It is a great album. <laughs> it's probably their best album, in my opinion. I like animals. You're, like, the only one. That's a fucking amazing <laughs> album. <laughs> Do you know who we're talking about? Pink Floyd. Thank you. Yes. You're welcome. <laughs> Got one. I like animals uh, too. We talked about Edgar I like Mitchell. Their ears. Yeah. You like animals? Six man on the moon. <laughs> and we talked about Corey Good. I'm done. Nailed it. What else you got? What do you got? What did? What was the little research you did? Um, I started with a little bit of Roswell stuff, and then some guys who saw some spaceships. And then he landed in Yakima Valley, and I was like. Hey, that's where I got my dog. Isn't that really close by here? Like Washington? Yeah, it's just in Washington. Yeah. Um, and that one, I, I don't remember the guy's name, but he was flying and he saw um, what I guess they believe to be government ships now. Like, um, And then, but there were saucers and that's where they kind of believe where the term like UFO came from after his interviews after that. Because um, that happened, I think, in the 50s or so. Maybe the 40s. Yeah, there's pictures of like flying um, saucers in Europe before the Second World War. 
That's crazy. Yeah. You know that they, they always talk about the metal they found at Roswell, how like you could crumple it up mm-hmm. and it would fold unfold itself back to being like like a sheet of paper. Mm-hmm. They have that now. Oh yeah? Yeah. So they were able to reverse engineer it finally? Yeah. <laughs> like sixty years later or whatever it is. <laughs> well you see like the shit they got now, like it's like like a phone or a computer basically. That's just basically a piece of glass that you yeah. can just fold up. Yeah. And it has no anything except it's just a clear piece of thing that shows everything. Do you remember like everything. 10 years ago, mm-hmm. there was a whole like Google Glass project going on? Whatever happened to that? Oh, like the glasses? No, not the glasses. Like actual phone looking thing, like a piece of plexiglass. Well, yeah, that's the thing I'm talking about. Yeah. But where did, I mean, that used to be public. And now it's like now no it's one gone. ever talks about it. Because, yeah, that, I would have that phone where you just fold it up, yeah. throw it in your pocket. Yeah. I don't remember that and at you, all. It was like a curved thing, but you could bend it and it wouldn't break. Yeah. You could literally just fold it into a tiny little thing and put it anywhere. Yeah. They, they were planning on up. doing this and it was kind of becoming public. It was huge for like a minute. Gone. Yeah. But Corey Good talks about all the information he got was from the smart glass pad, which is exactly what we're talking about. Well, he just read it in his spare time. He, was, <laughs> he, was, he had access to all this information. Oh, shit. I remember hearing about that years ago. Where some dude just read a shitload of information off of one thing. Yeah, it's him. That just had everything on it. Yeah, he just he just had everything spare time. to do with everything. The real history of humanity. Maybe you told me Gee, that years ago. Maybe. This is where I doubt it. <laughs> Who has spare time? <laughs> well, if you're doing like uh, space mission stuff, a lot you of travel. Spare time, I guess. You know, lots of traveling. You got nothing else to do. You can't really talk about your mission with anybody. Just check shit out. The thing is, you're supposed to have had your mind wiped, but it didn't work on him. Oh. So, all he, that so he retained all that stuff. That's why it sounds so crazy. That's part of the the 20 year thing. You get wiped, back. and then you're back. Yeah, 20 and back. But it's just they, like uh, they tell you they're not black. Gonna, exactly. Okay. They tell you that they don't tell Sing you they're it. gonna wipe your memory. Then they do. Sing it, Kate. No. <laughs> Sing Wild West. No. Jim West. Desperado. <laughs> Keep going. No. <laughs> uh, how does how does Men in Black start? Um, the good uh. guys dressed in black. <laughs> there you go. There we go. <laughs> in case we ever face to face and make contact. <laughs> well, that was a good episode. I sang the girl part. It was great. Yeah. Title held by me, M.I.B. <laughs> she kind of help herself. Do you know the whole thing? I know a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> I know probably 90% of it. It's pretty good. I'll do it at karaoke one night. <laughs> good. <laughs> All right. What else you got? Anything? All right. That was a good episode. That was fun. It was very informative. It was we fun. should do another episode on this same topic. Mm. You can come back. We'll go oh, deeper into I've it. I've earned it. I got Dave's seal of approval. But like, there's so much more I think with secret space programs. We could chop it up and do more episodes. Yeah, we need to one. do individual episodes. Like, I think we should do Roswell. something with Roswell and then what came of Roswell. Or just and the then aliens. Operation Paperclip on its own. Yeah, really yeah. dive deep into specific topics on secret space programs. Yeah, so yeah. broad. Are you in? I'm in. You want to be a regular? You can be our be alien, um, <laughs> what is the word, correspondent. There you go. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Cool. We all know that you know what they are. That's your official title in our sweet. Well, thank and you, thank you guys. Very you much. just went from eighty-second best friend to thirty-fourth on Katie's list. <laughs> That's For an now. impressive jump. 
for now. Don't put that pressure on me, Dave. <laughs> it used to be like seven. I mean, the shame lizard's still ahead of you, but... Like... All right. Um, shit. Yeah, I guess that's it. Thank you, guys. Thanks for coming. Mm-hmm. My pleasure. Bye, friends. <laughs>